Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truth and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. Welcome to this week's podcast of All About Relationships. This is episode number 29. And I love that we can jump in and just really tackle some of those relationship strategies that we we personally have learned to just really to develop how we can get along and even deal with conflict yeah. and how we're different. And um, Definitely it's gonna, different. It's going to be great today. I think today's episode is really going to help But we families. were designed, you know, for healthy, right, yes. great relationships. We thrive in life when, yes. when we have these, you know, strong, uh, intimate, close relationships. Friendships yeah, are awesome. They really are. I'm I, uh, a reminder, Audrey, just last week, um, a longtime friend of the ministry of New Day and yes. uh, Love Married Life, uh, Vanessa yes. from uh, Alberta, Canada. Mm-hmm. She contacted and she said that last week's podcast just landed the exact time, the exact at the right time. place. And we were talking about those loving boundaries. Uh-huh. And I thought that was so important. And even as we were living it out throughout the week, I have to admit, sometimes I personify guilt because guilt wants, because oh. I'm a natural pleaser in my relationships, I easily feel guilty. And guilt lies to me about how I'm not being enough or even just I think the, the people that actually heard last week's and yes. hear you, you know, speaking about this, they're like, yes. oh, yeah. We, we kind of felt that pain in you last yeah. week. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you actually processed that. I processed it and I had some extreme victory Good. In, in my relationships. And, you know, I, I was even telling telling someone this morning, I said, you know what? Something potentially hurtful happened the other night from a person that I'm creating boundaries okay. with. And I hardly even noticed they said it because it was like, it doesn't matter because it's their fear talking. Good. It wasn't them talking. And it didn't even, and my goal is that I just won't have buttons and triggers in my mm-hmm. relationships because that's my personal responsibility that I get to be that person that you just can't get a rise out of me. Right, right. That, that's my that's my dream. Good, good. <laughs> well, I, we do want to encourage you again to, you know, use the podcast, share the podcast, but also, you know, just let us know how it's helping. And uh, and we do want to just give a big shout out to Vanessa yes. and say thank you and uh, really encourage you. I'm, I'm just having a memory. Uh, last year, she visited Arizona, and we actually went to a Christmas play with her. Yep. You remember that? So, that was yeah. fun. Yeah. So, Good times. Go, Vanessa. That's right. And I love that she might not be married, and she's just really working yeah. on her relationships with her family. A lovely her, single The people girl. she works with, people she goes to church with. You know, developing your relationships is all of our relationships. And another, I just have to mention this, Bob, okay. as we move forward. I was with one of our listeners, and, and we were talking about, again, about how this is applied to life. 
And this girl said, you know what, me and my husband, um, we are, by listening to the, by listening to these podcasts, we are really helping to deal with our conflicts quicker. She says what potentially happened was it could have been a few days to get over this, but she said, my husband heard some news that was hard on him. So he started getting down down on himself, oh, feeling, okay, okay, feeling okay. like a failure. Okay. And she says, usually when that happens, the mood just gets in the house. Okay. okay. He feels like a failure. The mood changes in the house. And then she remembered, she said, it doesn't do him any good if I go lay down beside, like if he's down in the dumps, lay, if you just right. visualize him laying down in the dumps, okay. it doesn't help if I just go lay down there with my with, with him. But she actually said it like this. That's, she goes, uh, that's what, having a pity party together, Yeah, she goes, I guess. I guess I'm just supposed to have that pity party mm. with you or be sad with you because it's validated. It's not that he didn't have no, something happen. No, it's a real thing. Yes, I get yeah, it. Yeah, but she, she said it like this. She goes, it wouldn't do me any good if I just punched myself in the face and laid down with him. And I went, <laughs> Knock whoa, myself that's out. so dramatic. <laughs> I love it. But that's what we kind of do emotionally. Like when one of us is down, if we feel bad for that person, it's like we make sure we get punched in the face ourselves and lay down mm. and just say, let's, I guess I'll be down here with you. But she realized the most loving thing. She said that. She says, you know what, honey, I'm validating what you're going through. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Yep. But you know what? I'm don't, I, min, don't minimize the person's pain that they're no, going through. Exactly. But I'm not going to live below the hope line. And the best thing I can do for us is to be completely full of hope. Mm-hmm. And I can help you get up. Rather mm-hmm. than leaving you down there in the dumps, I really can help you out because yeah. There is an amazing future ahead for us. And let me process. Yes. You know, let them process. Yeah. You know, rather than, definitely don't say, that's just ridiculous. No. Get over it and get on. That is what we don't say. That's the worst. You're being ridiculous. Yeah. But she did say, I'm not going to do that with you because I'm really doing great. And I actually- Great honest conversation. Yeah. And you know what? They they just got through it really a lot faster than they normally would have. So that was good news today. Okay. That was just today. So that was good. Love it. Hey, we're going to talk about, you know, switching on the light. Yes. You know, today, uh, just in the area of communication, I think a lot of times we stumble uh, trying to really communicate well Mm -hmm. and you feel as though you've communicated when you feel connected. Okay. So you've got the connection and then with that, it's almost as though that you're moving, you know, simultaneously, there's that harmony and unison that you're moving in the same, you know, direction together. But a lot of times we're just stumbling, (laughs) you know, bumping into things and making, you know, a worse mess, you know, out of it. I did it just about half an hour ago. I was putting laundry away. Did you hear what happened? Poor Winston, our big yellow lab. I was putting something away in a drawer and it was pitch black in our bedroom. Oh, no. And I kicked him right in the face. I'm so sorry. He doesn't move. And he's the nicest dog. Like in he did not, world. I didn't kick him really hard. Like don't feel really bad. But I felt so bad. I hugged him and kissed him. I said, so, I'm so sorry. But when you're in a pitch black room and you're tripping over things, things start falling and breaking and you hurt people you don't mean to hurt. So switching on a light yeah. as far as our relationships and how we communicate yeah. differently is a really good idea. Because so often, you know, why people quarrel or argue or don't get along well mm-hmm. is simply because they're miscommun or they're communicating poorly. They're miscommunicating. Yeah. And you feel this urgency. I just want you to get me. I just want you to understand. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say it another way. Okay. And then I'm going to say it maybe just a little bit louder. And then if you're still not getting it, you know, then there's something wrong with you because I've tried three times. <laughs> so 
you know, again and again, it, there there have been studies, you know, done over and over again of the importance of communication within great relationships. If you're if if relationships are struggling, it's usually what they say a communication problem. Right. And so again, and most people what, t- people have left like a lot of people feel misunderstood in their relationships. That's and unheard exactly. and ridiculed and accused, desperate and then even lonely. Yeah. That this happens because there's a miscommunication. So this is real. And there's no question that, you know, so many people have experienced pain. We we all have, but but we really want to bring an option in today's podcast to learn how to understand ourselves and understand others so that we can really experience each other in communication. Yeah. So in communication, mm-hmm. we're going to share with you something possibly that's very unique and different. Mm-hmm. This is something that we have developed, you know, with mm-hmm. ourselves, within our family, and over the years um, have just applied, you know, to our family and to our life. And then we've taken the time to write an ebook. So you can go to our website. It's free. And, yeah, I love yeah, that. A completely free. I love that we get to just give it to you as a PDF ebook. So you just yep. go there, download it because there's so much more in the book than what we'll be sharing uh, within these podcasts. And mm-hmm. it's simply titled My Communication Goals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not my communication style, but rather my communication goals. And this was a concept that we developed out of necessity for us. Everything you hear is because we in our family needed this. We needed it with each other as a couple. We realized that we under, we had studied so much personality differences and all that and communication styles. But to think there was a goal. A goal. Yes, because you, you have the goal. I like, I like to yeah. call it an invisible yeah. goal. The passive, the aggressive, yeah. the passive aggressive, the assertive. And then, of course, you've heard us speak about the Jesus model, mm-hmm. you know, which is to be able to communicate um, truth, you know, 100, 100% truth with 100% love. But a goal is something different. It's something that you need and you want. Yes. And it's something that you're attempting to accomplish. You're, you're wanting to accomplish this goal or this feeling within your communication. You In really other words, do. you want to feel yes. like you're right, or yes. that you, that you want to feel as though you're, you know, you you're able to um, navigate and control. Not, I don't mean control negative, yes. but you know, direct, direct. Converse, yeah, conversation, yeah, assertive and very directive. Be able to feel safe and liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are goals that all of us have. So, so you're about I to wanna, feel super understood, just to let you know, because this is going to be about you, and you're going to think, oh, that's why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. I just know that those lights are going to turn so on. So, my you. first, yes, for me personally, my first There's communication goal is yes. to feel right. Yes. Okay. So we have four of them. So it's liked, right, control, and safe. Mm -hmm. And so you find your goal by, you know, taking a look, just listen as we go along, (laughs) but you're willing to sacrifice the other three in order to feel this one. Okay. Okay, So it's not that everything is perfect. It just feels Right. You love right. I love it you when love things right. just feel right. And you know what? I love that about you, I Bob. I love bringing truth. Yeah. I love bringing justice and words of advice. Yes. And over time, not everybody wants my advice. I've well, learned that. Your attention to details amazes me. Attention to details. It's my thing. Okay. Definitions of words. Everything. I do not like the words good enough. Right. Today, um, I was... 
You like accurate. It's holiday time. Yes. Okay. In the recording of this podcast, it's the holiday season. Mm-hmm. It's Thanksgiving weekend. It's the holiday weekend. season. Yeah. We just have gone through Thanksgiving. Uh, we're moving towards Christmas and the New Year's. So we're decorating the house. Yes. And I, it's fun. I know how much you like clean windows. Oh, my God. So I got the bucket I got the water and vinegar. I, I got the squeegee. I, and I got I home. scrubbed windows this, and I cleaned them. They you are, should get some kind of a reward. They are they were done right. Oh my and gosh, it those feels windows feels right. Doesn't it feel great? But I was getting a little agitated at the end. I noticed. Yes. Because just a day ago, you were up on the stepladder hanging decorations. Yeah. And it was just filthy. Like it was dusty up there. Like, why wouldn't you get a rag and clean it while you're up there? You see, that's me. Right. We're different. Uh-huh. And it, <laughs> no, but there's a better way. There's a right way to do it. Anyway. Yeah, it's, your so, pri- it's all about priorities. And it the thing, is. It, I like what it's going to look like, and you like what's going on underneath, right? I like all, it's all about outward appearance for me. It's all, but think about this in as a release to communication. So in my communication goal, I love feeling right. And I don't like the words good enough. Right. And so even when you're communicating in a, in a group, so Bob, mm-hmm. let me just ask you this. You're okay. communicating in a group and someone's giving inaccurate information. Yeah. Will you say something? Sometimes. Yes. You, you would like to. I, if I know the right information, yes. I don't always have to. Right. But I can feel right within myself. Yes. Yeah. You like to, to communication. It's right. And mm-hmm. you see, my priority is really different. In fact, I don't even care if I'm right, but I definitely want to feel liked. Yeah. Like, see, I'm that natural encourager, the motivator. I thrive on pleasant, fun, hopeful experiences. And I don't like being a disappointment. I love feeling validated and accepted. I hope you're hearing this. Like, It's just, I want to feel like... My friends like me, my kids like me. This, you're communicate as you guys are listening, you're gonna find out yours out of the four, which one's your highest or your highest two. But you'll notice that it 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 it's it bubbles into every single relationship. Like I Bob at, in school, I was always the liked kid in the class, like I was the teacher's pet. Well, that was your goal. Today I was in a hot yoga class with our daughter Janelle. Mm-hmm. And I swear that teacher just loves me. Janelle said she was distracted because she you were in the room. She says she taught different because, and she was like at the end, she was like scratching my back as she walked by. Like immediately, I just love it that she likes sure. me. Yeah. And in my rightness, I can procrastinate because I need to know all the variables because I want, I want to be accurate. I want to hit it right the first time. You really time, enjoy that. Which, Do I, I, which, that which then exhausting. can lead into procrastination. So I want people to hear our differences Yes, because that sounds exhausting to me. Just do it. Like, just don't even hesitate. Just do it. Don't care if it's right. Just No, just, it's important for it to be right. Uh, yeah, it really is. Yeah. So you can imagine, you know, how, Different. you know, for 17 <laughs> years... I mean, we, even longer than that. We've been married 35 years. Like we yeah, parent differently. Yeah. We work differently. 35 years. Yes. But learning our communication goals, uh-huh. even in these last several years, we've really discovered the power of understanding how different we are each other and showing each other mercy in those ways that we're different and, and appreciating each other in our differences. And so, you know, with 
you know, within this podcast and please get the ebook mm-hmm. because what I want to do is for you to to gain not just a better understanding of your goals, mm-hmm. but of those who are around you. Your it'll parents, ch- it'll change your, your relationships. It'll your change friends. your parenting. Yeah. It'll, it'll it will uh, help you uh, in the workplace. So um, and and there's no goal that's better than the other. I just want that's someone to important. think. There's four goals to feel right, oh, I want to feel, liked, yeah, in no. control, it's and safe. It's just the way you're there's made. No, there's not one that's more godly than the other no. or more, you know, this is, yeah, how mm-hmm. you were designed and created. But we want to be high functioning. Yes. Okay, so we want it, I want to better understand not mm-hmm. just only myself, but also to be able to be able to understand you because I want to be able to show mercy. Right. I want to give others you know, space. Yeah. And you know what, how, and how it turns out in your relationship, as you can imagine with me wanting to be liked, I really did not like to confront you, Bob, when I was hurt or disappointed because I wanted you to like me. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to have fun and have good experiences. But you have even learned now, you know, here, 35 years, Yes, how much I love truth. It actually loves you. You feel you love me. Would you tell me the whole truth? Be factual with me. Oh, I feel loved by that. Yeah, and I can just change the truth a little to make it the most easy to receive, or Uh the most nice, or the most fun. No, it has to be accurate. (laughs) (laughs) See, I can tend to become a pleaser and perform. Performer, right, and go. I have no problem sacrificing right. my rightness. Okay, let me just say this one more thing. Okay. If I'm in a group, remember yeah. I asked you if you're yeah. in a group. If I'm in a group and someone's given inaccurate information, if it's not that important, there's there's going to be a, almost zero percent chance mm-hmm. that I'm going to correct somebody. True. I, I would. I don't need to correct no. anyone if they're giving wrong information. Yeah. Whereas you think it's loving to correct someone to help them. If they want it. If they want it. I've matured in this. I know. And I have too. I've been low functioning in this. And I've been low functioning. In this gift of mine. (laughs) I've been low functioning. I've had my years of where I've caused a lot of damage, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, in the workplace and with others. You've changed so much. Yeah, you've got to grow in this. The gentleness I feel from you, Bob, like you have really developed in your... In your approach. All right. So let's talk about our second one. Okay. Because this is where we match. So your number one communication goal is is to to be be liked. liked. Mine is to be right. Mm -hmm. And number two, for both you and I, it is control. Control. Yes. We have the exact same second goal. We both love to feel in control. We both are very decisive and Mm -hmm. we're capable of leading to reach this goal we enjoy the feelings of accomplishment yep, and we're really willing to sacrifice to make sure this communication is completed and we're not scared of a good challenge. In fact, we even look for challenges sometimes. We basically don't stop until we get what we want communication-wise. Like we're, we're self-sufficient, we're independent, we're both yep. very oh, capable uh, yep, of communicating. Do, we'll do this. We are decisive. Yep. Yeah, all that stuff. That's how mm-hmm. I feel we both are. And that is definitely our second goal that's the same. That's where you and I are right. like. And so- how it was experienced in our relationship is that mm-hmm. I would be more controlling in mm-hmm. my communication through my rightness. So you would control so I would ha- through your rightness. I would have the facts. I would have, you know, the understanding. I would have looked the at research. all of the different variables, mm-hmm. you know, and possibilities and will have then selected a better way. 
Mm-hmm. And you just want it. Let's just get going, and we'll figure it out as we go along. Right. Let's wing it. And yeah. so, it, but, but, but the control, in that way, you want to control in that way as I well control, in your communication. I control through my likeness. You know, Bob. Most even of, us sitting here doing this podcast, yeah. we have two ways of approaching it. Yes, we do. Yours and mine. Yes, we do. Okay. Bob and Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. Have you ever Bam. realized, Bob? Be, Bob. Bob Audrey, and Audrey Meisner. Meisner. Bam. <laughs> it's so silly. Anyway, no, but seriously, I just control through my likeness. If every, if you guys, you as a listener, if you like me right now, then you're gonna, then I'll be able to influence you. See, that's my feeling. If if I'm connecting and we're having this conversation, you, me, wherever you are, you're driving, you're mm-hmm. walking. Jesus knows where you are right now. But if we're connected as friends, then I I have reached my goal because yeah. you and I are. Friends. Because what you want to do in this communication goal, it's it's where you find yourself feeling the most comfortable. Yes. And so extending mercy, mm-hmm. you know, to one another, Audrey, you know, as I extend mercy to you, I just let you do things. I just know because you do. for you it's important and you feel more comfortable. And so I just let you do it. I really feel that. Like, um, so what happens just to let you guys in on our lives, we speak at conferences. We've been doing it for 15, 20 years. Bob really lets me um, organize the speaking. So I have a title, I have the Bible verse, I have all the points, and and I love to feel the control of knowing how we're going to influence our audience through this structure of what I've figured out. And if I have a new thought that hasn't penetrated your brain. And we're in a public place and he starts teaching it. You're lost. I get lost and I just get blanked and I feel very unsafe. I said, we didn't discuss this before we got here. Because it needs, because you need the the communication goal of controlling that. Yeah. Yeah. Where I, I can follow and lead. Anyhow, that's us. (laughs) (laughs) In a, in a nutshell. Are you feeling the disappointment? For I hope, a nut. Well, you, <laughs> in our little in brain of a nutshell. Shell. Oh, my. This, okay, this communication goals book, we rewrote all this in a book several, a few years ago. And literally, it's probably one of our most successful endeavors. It's mm. this little ebook that's free. Thousands of people yeah. have downloaded this ebook it, because it's helped their families. Yeah. Uh, so let's just jump to our third one. My third one is to feel liked. Right. And mine okay, is to feel so, right. Which is, you know. Very low. Right. So when public speaking, mm-hmm. you know, you really want the audience and the people there to immediately like you. And I feel as though I've communicated well when I've given accurate, mm-hmm. you know, solid, you know, information. So Hey, we make a great team. That's right. Bam. Not, not number four. <laughs> bam. For, Remember number the bam? four for us is safe. Which is our last one. There's four goals. So we are, I am liked, control, right, and then safe. Mm-hmm. And you are? Right, control, liked, and safe. So safe is our bottom one. Yeah. Now let's talk about those beautiful people who are safe as their first. When you're safe, you're a good listener, you're loyal, you love fiercely, you um, you don't like it when people ask you personal questions. That's probably one of the biggest things as a safe person, you're, you're, you hold your feelings close to your heart, you, they're like treasures. So when people, you know, come into your space and start asking you 
things that they haven't earned a right to talk to you about. If you're a safe person, vulnerability and transparency is, is treasures. Mm -hmm. And and those are, those are reserved for those who are really close that can be trusted with that kind of stuff. So people have heard, you know, our differences, but this, um, when we first began to find out, you know, that there was a style in communication in, in our goal of communication, it actually showed up more in our parenting, yeah, you know, far That's more you know, with, our, with our children. And yes. so you wrote about that in the ebook yeah. and it has completely transformed, you know, the relationship that you have with our daughter, Janelle. Yeah. You, you hear, you hear me talking about our daughter, Janelle. She's 30. She's been married for a year, her and her, her husband, Daniel. But yeah, she, she is such a fierce lover. She is so amazing. But I always wondered where Jan- there was a disconnect between me and Janelle. And that, because and- so many people would see the two of you and say, wow, you know, you guys are just identical. You're mm-hmm. just so much alike. Right. And yet it seemed as though in personality and expression, oftentimes you were very different from each other. Yes. And I've always wanted to make our house a real fun zone, you know, where all our where all our children are happy and their friends love me. Like when you want to be liked, you want everyone to like you, even your kids' friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I make them cookies. You know what I've done. And in all these extremely fun and beautiful memories, there's been times when I've even allowed my kids to intimidate me, you know, where I tone down my cheerful morning voice and mm-hmm. because it's too much or I'm trying to be sensitive to people's moods. So I try and keep everyone happy. So I even tone myself down, which is, it's okay to do that sometimes. But um, we are, this is how it pans out in families. So two years ago, Janelle and I went on a girl's trip with some close friends and some, you know, we needed some relaxation and we, and I had really high expectations for this trip and everything was going well until that second night when Janelle got really upset in front of everyone else. And I was mortified, you know, because I had been learning more about being more direct and, you know, we, we've been talking about speaking the truth in love. Mm-hmm. And when, so she kind of had a blow up. And so I followed her out of the room and I said, Janelle, you know, when you blow up like that, it's really embarrassing. And she was direct back. And she says, you know what, mom, when you, throughout this weekend, when you've been, you know, dancing in the streets and being all silly and making friends with everybody, that's really embarrassing for me. And I realized that my last communication goal of wanting to feel safe is actually Janelle's very first communication goal. So we are worlds apart. Mm. When it comes to our communication goal, because my number one to be liked is her bottom one, her very last one to be liked. So we are that different. And that's how this whole book got started, right? Well, then it's obvious or not obvious. But then that's where you recognize the disconnect and you're just like, yes, she doesn't need to be liked. Because the two of you have a complete different goal in your communication. And that was the night that changed our relationship. We had our very first honest conversation like we never had before because our, because we were worlds apart. This is the night we began a healing process together where we were facing our own buried pain because there had been years of dysfunction between us that we had just to avoid conflict. We didn't want to fight, but we didn't feel heard and we didn't feel understood by each other. But that night, um, God really helped to turn that light on. You know, we, today Mm -hmm. we started with having that light turn on and, um, and, and so she, they began to heal our broken heart, but just to, we were just shocked as we looked at each other. I said, you know, that safe thing is so important to her mm-hmm. that 
you know, all these years. And you know what, Bob, I think back when she was a little girl and we would, you know, we were on TV and we were very public people. So we'd go to the mall. Go, anytime she'd go around with her mom, she's my only daughter. Right. People would stop and talk to me and ask me every question they wanted. Right. And you were more more than willing to be. I would you know, give them my you, full attention. I would. Yeah, you, and here's open little, access. Exactly. And here's little Janelle standing beside me, just feeling so um, unsafe mm-hmm. in how much information I was giving this stranger. How uncomfortable she was feeling throughout those years. I, I look at those years now because I can look at her, look at her with eyes of mercy. That mm-hmm. wow, she was trying to protect me from these people, and I was just giving them everything. Yeah. And in my part, heart, that was no big deal at all. But in her heart, she was just feeling the the anxiety of that that I would give personal information to strangers. Yeah. Like that's just beyond a safe person's comprehension. So recognize that every one of these goals in communication, again, remember there isn't one that is any better than another Hmm. or a preferable order. Mm -hmm. All you want to do is better understand yourself so so that you can more accurately love others, but then understand others so that you're able to extend a whole lot of mercy because in communication, the biggest key is listening. Yeah. I think a lot of people listen with the intent of coming up with a clever line of how to respond mm-hmm. rather than accurately listening in the in what words are actually being spoken and the heart and the intent that is behind it. So we want to take a look at the four communication yeah. goals mm-hmm. and we want you to be high functioning. Yes. We want yours. you to be at your very best. Remember this, your communication goal is a gift. Mm -hmm. In other words, you're a gift to those who are around you. So as a right person, I want you to celebrate that you do have discernment and that you do oftentimes know the very best, Yes, but you don't have to force it on others. Okay. You are a creative thinker. And I love this about you. You refuse to tell a lie. Yes. You make great choices and you you are accurate and wise. Yes. Okay. You carry strong convictions that can change the world. Mr. and Mrs. Wright, let me tell you, you're a reformer. Bob, you're a world changer. (laughs) Thank you, baby. I love that you're right. I love that you're accurate. I love that you tell the truth. It's just important to me. Yes. I'm not saying that I'm right all the time. No. It's just that it's important. And so there has to be, you always have to have that willingness, Mm -hmm. you know, to be wrong. It's not that I have to be right. It's just, I feel more comfortable in this way. So then, then in the control person, okay. like let's, so we're going to really, let's just talk about that three-step plan in reaching your potential within your communication goals. So the first step would be then to celebrate your gift. So as a right person, you're that gift. Yeah. And for me as a control person, well, both of us, we just celebrate. If you're a control person as your number one, celebrate that you're so good at achieving your goals and solving problems. You're confident. Yes. You can go in and communicate with confidence, even if you don't know what you're talking about. You can make decisions. You, you're you unstoppable. you are absolutely unstoppable. Yeah, you're direct and you take on challenges. Like that's a gift to your family. Mm. High functioning, a control person is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I just think of my daughter 
oh, Janelle, Janelle as a safe person. I celebrate her. I, I celebrate know. the gifts she is not just to my family, oh, but to her husband and to the world around her. Amazing. I, and so I just have a deep, deep love uh, for these people that carry that this safe. this passion of of being a communicator of safety. And she knows because they they uh, because I want to help celebrate that they thrive, you know, in a positive environment. And they are not people that create conflict at all. No. And the thing about safe people mm-hmm. is that they they have a few people in their lives that they love fiercely. Yeah. And they're going to let friends. those ones in and they love you for life. Mm-hmm. Like safe people are, are so dedicated to relationships, yeah. to their relationships, the ones that they've invited. Yeah, they in. love deep. And Audrey, you love... Wide. wide. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> deep and wide. Yeah, deep. Some people and love wide. deep and some people love okay. wide. Okay. So when you focus on your strengths, see, this is the big thing. So we talked about the right, the light, the control, and the safe. When you focus on your strengths, you're going to feel validated, understood, and that you're going to just hear these practical ways that you can use your strength to promote unconditional love in your relationships. So just take a second yeah. and thank God. Mm-hmm. For creating you, yeah, ever rec- since you're a little guy, a little guy or a little girl, mm-hmm. that's who you've been. So recognize that you do have a communication goal. Mm-hmm. You know, work at getting that order out. Mm-hmm. Make sure you download the PDF. You know, mm-hmm. read the book. There's so much more there. Yeah, and so just really begin to celebrate rather than trying to be someone else or act in another way. I want you to begin to celebrate the gift that you are. And just to become high functioning in that way. And uh, and then step number two is just to watch out because there are blind spots. Yes. And again, this is, we'll t- we want to take a quick look at this because we want it just simply to be an explanation. Never, yeah. never use your gift as an excuse no. because you always want love to be your motivation so good. and you want people to experience you in a way of love. Exactly. And I love Bob, how you talk about the difference between being an accuser and a skilled coach, mm-hmm. because an accuser will point their finger at you and say, Oh, you just want to be liked. Like they would look at me and say, Oh, you try too hard. You're, yeah. you're why do you need everyone to like you? But you're want, so surfacey, yeah. you know, but, but for co- me, I, I recognize that there's a place that we can reach a, a, your potential. Yes. And I think in relationships, uh, within marriages and families, in the workplace, I, I believe that there's um, always a better way, yeah. you know, of, of communicating love and reaching a greater potential. If you were to take a look at an athlete, uh, a skilled coach comes along mm-hmm. and recognizes, hey, You've got some great potential. Yes. Now, if you were to able to notice this, yes. and rec- now we can make an adjustment. Yes. Because you can't change what you don't notice. Right. So within your gift, just be aware, you know yeah. what? I might have some blind spots and, and in my blind spots, I might be hurting others because wow. in our marriage, yes. in those first 17 years, Audrey, yeah. I did not know that in my rightness, I right. was hurting you. In my rightness, I was harsh, you know, at yeah. times with my children. Yeah. In my rightness, I was, you know, I was abrupt, you know, sometimes in the workplace. You know, I mean, there are just so many things, but it was just me being me. Well, that's not love. Right. And you know what? As a liked person, my blind spots were I just got nervous when people didn't like me. So then when I didn't feel accepted, I, I would start performing and pleasing and just becoming that chameleon. Who do you want me to be? I can be mm. that person. 
that's my blind spot, you know, and I also can get very bored easily and get distracted from conversations. And so if I'm with someone who's boring, then I'll, you know, get to be too much because they're not saying enough, you know, and I exaggerate. Oh, I definitely exaggerate to make stories. You love to exaggerate. Well, I find that it's very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) If if that was good, I can exaggerate and even make it better. So I've got a new way to exaggerate, Bob. I just always do a hundred million because then everyone knows I'm exaggerating. Oh, I've done it a hundred million hundred million. Okay. So there's some blind spots even for the control person. Yeah. And that is that you are more than likely competitive in nature. Right. And that can be interpreted as simply being insensitive. And impatient. Mm-hmm. And independent. Right? These are in the book if you want it. There's more about the blind spots in the book. Yeah. But the blind spots but, for a safe But with person, that control person, just yeah. be careful because you can be driven. And when you get driven, sometimes you can just run people over. Mm-hmm. So again... Begin to look at, don't let, don't let your communication goal be an excuse right. for harsh behavior. Right. Love is our motivation. Love is our goal. Yep. And then the blind spots for a safe person is that they can feel attacked really easily and invaded, and then they can hold grudges for a long time and get a judge, have a hard time. Yeah. Feel moody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then put in, put off a mood. So, um, remember this is not us telling you, you know, to say what's wrong with you. We're just going to say, I want to learn how others are experiencing me and know my need for God, that he's going to partner with me. I want to be an amazing wife, but I'm always going to be a liked person. You can't change who you are. Like, yes. And you will always be a right person, but man, can we ever be good together? Yeah. And so in this fun- And me and Janelle can be so good together. As her You're as say, very good. We have now that our relationship is completely done on one because we get each other and yeah. we give it to And I've each never other. seen her full of more joy and oh, peace in her it's heart. it's incredible. It's awesome. Yes. Uh, also, something possibly you've been hearing, and that is, you know, the motivation of love, the target mm-hmm. of love. See, Audrey and I, we've, we've created a communication mission statement. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important because a, a very challenging question, you know, that you can simply ask yourself and and take an honest look at yourself and it, never in a condemning way but mm-hmm. what you want to know is how are people experiencing me how do others experience me and so i can make adjustments i can i yeah. can change and i'm not falsifying myself mm-hmm. i'm not not being an authentic me no. i just want to be a high functioning high functioning me. in yes. other words i want to deal with the fears of my heart mm-hmm. and so in creating a communication mission statement now all of a sudden these are the guardrails of my life these are the signposts of my life in other words i want everyone that i meet everyone that that i come in communication with that when they leave my presence they would feel better about themselves wow my mission statement is that i my motivation would always be love and that they would feel loved in my communication and you know what i was just thinking of this i even though yes i love everyone and i want to be everyone's friends my communication mission statement is that after someone's been with me that they will feel the sincerity and the genuineness of my love for them. It wasn't just so that they would like me. I truly want them to feel like they are a treasure. I want them to feel like a treasure to Jesus when they walk away from me. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know, 
you know, it wasn't just because I'm trying to flatter you. I genuinely... Yeah, it's not that you want them to like you. No, but, but you, I do have that, I call it my superpower, that I really do see people through the eyes of Jesus. And when I'm with that person, I'm going, wow, like you are... I see your potential. I see you and I see Jesus mm. in you. I see your original design and everybody is amazing. Good. Every single person. No well, one's exempt. Good. Well, this has been episode number 29, and it's just a real, you know, soft introduction to communication goals. Mm -hmm. And we really encourage you to um, get the ebook. Yeah. Go to the website, bobandaudrey.com or lovemarriedlife.com. There's the ebook, and uh, it's called Communication Goals. It's a free download, a PDF. Get it, read it, and mm -hmm. enjoy it, and share this with others. We'll be back again. Uh, in our next podcast, and we'll, we'll take another you know direction here with communication okay. goals. Okay. But I think we'll really help people grow yeah. uh, in developing uh, really healthy relationships like they like you desire. I, I know it. I hope that as we've talked today, that you're already kind of figuring out your four. Maybe you've already read the book and you you already just know what we're talking about. But make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family because if you can do this together with others, it'll really really be enjoyable as far as understanding each other. And so we're cheering you on. We know that as you embrace who you are, just you've been the same communication goal ever since you were a little kid. You can't change it. You know, it is, you are who you are and you are worth celebrating. Yeah. And so I'm you're gonna, amazing. You really are. So let me just <laughs> pray for you today. And I okay. pray that you will really just sense within your own heart, just that alignment to heaven Yes. And that you believe God when he says that you are extremely loved and extremely important to him. I pray that you will let go of having to prove your importance, yes. but that you would know that you already are approved by God. Mm. I pray you experience a new level of peace in your heart. Yes. Expect nothing less than his highs for your life and your relationships. I pray that you delight yourself in the Lord. Just delight yourself in him. And I know that he's going to give you the desires of your heart. I know that you just heard this at the right time. And I know you're feeling his love right now like a blanket. Just his presence is being wrapped around you. Thank you for, for taking time to listen and invest in, in your relationships. You are worth it. So until we see you again, just feel <laughs> until, the love. Right. <laughs>